question on our Facebook page. What is tiramisu? Drop. It's lady fingers and... Drop. Other lady fingers. Drop. <laughs> drop, drop. Your shit, drop. Drop. Drop your shit. Play popular coffee flame Drop your shit. I don't... What, how are we just gonna read her the definition of tiramisu? Hey, bitch! Over here! Bitch. Bitch. Oh. Over here, bitch. Bitch! Over here. Over here! Are we gonna talk about sex? Bitch. Sex, 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 sex. Bitch. Uh, uh. Oh, Bitch. You're being chilled. Bitch. Welcome to Bitch Over Here. I'm Laura. And this is Jonas. We are real talk with unreal people. Serving up some flax steak. Smothered in bitchy gravy. So this week we have an author coming by, mm. and she is an old, oh, I don't want to say old. She's a friend <laughs> that I've known for quite a while. From the past. From the past. And um, she's going to grace us with her presence about a book she is writing, or she might have already written it. We'll get details later on. We'll goss, goss, goss. But before that, well, how Ryan are Gosling. you, Laura? Well, Ryan Gosselip. I'm good. I'm still making up stupid combinations of things. Like gossip. Like Ryan. what? Ryan and Gosling. Gossip and Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosslip. Goss. Oh, I like that. Okay. Um, I am getting ready for the holidays. No turducken this year, but... Speaking of holidays, getting ready. It's Thanksgiving, y'all. It is. Or do you... It's uh, American it's, Thanksgiving, I should say. Yeah, because Canadian is... It already happened, like last month. I thought they were... Oh. They're no, early. the Canadians are thankful on a different day, Laura, and it's on a Monday. <laughs> no, I knew they had a different Thanksgiving. I thought it was after ours. Or is that kind of... It happened, I think day. it happened already. Okay. Because I had a coworker that was that lives in Canada, and she was off, because it's Canadian Thanksgiving. What's that about? I um, don't know. That's... Like, I don't know what that accent was. That offensive. That's offensive. We're going to get letters. So, We're going to get It's letters. Thanksgiving. So, no turducken. Continue. We're having a family, big family Thanksgiving. Uh, my uh, aunt and uncle and cousin with three kids and a friend of mine having Thanksgiving at my parents' house. Um, no turducken. We did that last year. I think you've done that every other year. I like, try I try to like, do it. I, I do it when I feel like there's Thanksgiving something... needs a little yeah spice and I like it needs something different. So it's all about stuffing one animal into another. <laughs> <laughs> I, I create was, a feast for y'all yeah but they're not the the way they do it um it's like rolls of meat over meat so it's not like the actual you know the bird doesn't have like the feathers on it you're not just like cramming an duck into a turkey oh so it's more like a terrine like so it's layers instead yeah. of like stuffing it in well, you, skin, <laughs> you skin yeah but it is uh last year we actually got the physical turkey like where it looks like a real turkey and wait then, what do you mean it looks like a real turkey well because you can also get the roll so it's just turkey meat uh but it doesn't have the physical like legs so i'm cool i have a really cool car who is that rubbing does he have a small penis i have no i'm big and cool i have to show rev it my show car. it right now show I it have to, I have to rev my car because they're doing, those geeks are doing a podcast. 
And they need to know I'm alive. Unbelievable. Mm, I wear a muscle shirt, and my name is Chet. What were we talking about? Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are you thankful for, then? What are you thankful for for this year? I'm thankful this year for being able to create a podcast. It's kind of... So yeah. this, that was kind of a big... This whole podcast thing was a big sort of risk uh, for me. And, but I think it's paid off. Like, yes, we have fought. Yes, um, you have stabbed me. Uh, yes, you have, I have when did I stab set you? my car on fire with disputes that we had. I know. I left the bag of poo. I don't remember stabbing you. <laughs> you Maybe it was an accidental stab. You had the, the knife and we were walking by each other. But anyway, so uh, that all aside, just being able to create uh be creative again um, and people actually listen is really cool thank you that's I'm one thing we are for, thankful yeah, for i gotta say for these like people that i've never met you know like i figured yeah my friends might listen until they were like Ugh, we can get this laura for free <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to download an app to hear this laura yeah in, in all seriousness though thank you listeners for sending in comments sending in everything sending us stories Questions, story yeah and, you know, comments and kind of interacting with us in this medium. And so for that, we're thankful. And you can write to us again at bitchoverhere.com. No, at well, you hello. Can go to, you can go to bitchoverhere.com and click on our contact com. us page. I totally forgot how to write to us. But you, you can also <laughs> write to us at hello at bitchoverhere.com. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what is that again, Laura? That's at hello. Wait, no. Just hello at bitchoverhere. No, not here. just hello. It's hello. <laughs> hello. Hello at bitchoverhere.com. Thank you so much for sending in your stories. We are entertained by them. Some we can't even put on the air. <laughs> They're too but we might. Hot so you're just going to have to. They're too hot for radio. Too hot for radio. Just like our faces. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just totally insulted you and you had no idea. So thank you, bitches, for keeping it up. We like comments. And we like keeping it. And speaking of comments, I got one. I got one regarding an issue we talked about last week. Which one? About. We talked about it last week. B-O. B-O. This one just says, I used to stink. (laughs) I used to. (laughs) This one just says, I used to stink. I used to stink. Let me read that now. I used to stink. I used to have body odor. I'm from Europe where the this thing, oh, he meant these things. These things do not matter much, but when I moved to the States, it was an issue for my tech office coworkers. After the jog in the afternoon, I sweat and caused some body order, odor. I had a close friend there, and she mentioned to me and was direct. She is from Europe also. I appreciate that approach very much because it helped me improve. I was lucky to have a friend at work tell me. No longer am I feeling shy. Thank you for talking about this in the podcast. No. Very, that's cool. <laughs> See, that person was lucky enough, that direct friend that we talked about, um, uh, find, you know, if that person had like a very direct friend, you could ask to tell. Um, I was actually, after after the show, I had been looking online to some different like resources on how to go about doing that. And one of the wiki pages actually mentioned um, pointing to yourself in terms of hygiene and going, oh my gosh, I stink. Or, you oh. know. As a way of kind of announcing what the, your level of hygiene is. Um, and I, I thought that was an interesting approach because it, it sort of points to you rather than shift the blame on the offender 
so a mistake. Was, so I go, I, what if they're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's it sort of, and, yeah. and you just, you know. What if they're like, okay. <laughs> like, and, but, but here's, but another thing in the same article that they talked about too was the thing we were joking about, which was leaving products. Oh, so, Okay. Anonymously, like, leaving products anonymously. Like how often though? Like every day. And <laughs> well, we talked in. about doing it every day, but then you thank gotta you. go to the dollar store. You're not spending like no, no, three no. night, you know, quality money on. You're gonna get like lay deodorant. <laughs> well, I mean, just just to point out the fact again that some of this perceived, some of this is perceived kind of offense, um, can be cultural. Yeah. So it you know it's it's nice that this writer. I actually had somebody that was yeah, from similar culture. The feedback. To, yeah, and, and feedback on, on that particular topic. So thank you so much. So speaking of emails again from you guys, I have one. This person says, first off, I have totally been pronouncing Orangina wrong too. Oh, wait, I guess I... <laughs> oh, Orangina, sorry. Or Wait, it's... it's. I keep forgetting the real way. I, I guess it's Orangina. Okay. I'm still going to keep saying Orangina. So they've been pronouncing it wrong, too. Okay. I laugh so hard about that. <laughs> so I actually have a situation that might make for an interesting podcast discussion. Our babysitter recently came out as transgender. Okay. We have known her slash him for about four years, and she had previously come out as lesbian a couple years ago. My son knew she was gay, and I think my daughter sort of understood that. But now that our babysitter wants to be referred to as he and is starting hormone treatment and growing facial hair... I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain to them what is happening. I'm really struggling with just the pronoun change. I have a hard time calling her him, and he really wants to be called by a different name now. Oh, the really complicated name and a pronoun. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it, I would think. Well, it I guess that makes hand. sense. Yeah. Um, Unless the name was a. Do Do you know of anybody that has sort of a gender-neutral name that doesn't end up changing their name? Like Chris? Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. They typically you typically always change your name because it's kind of a whole new you. Yeah. So you wanna. Yeah. So this one continues and says the really complicating factor is that my son is friends with his younger brother, and it seems that even though the parents are cool and supportive, they still don't refer to him as him. Or by his new name, so I'm not sure how to explain it to my son because it seems like his friend doesn't really understand what is going on. I feel like I have been waiting for the family to make the transition, and then it would be easier for us too, but that isn't happening. Ah. Anyways, it is a bit of an awkward situation, and I want to be as open and honest with my kids as I can be, but since I am having a hard time with the transition myself, I don't really know how to even begin to explain it to them. I want to be as sensitive to his wishes to be referred to as he and use his new name, but it has been hard for me. Any advice? That's... This is a long one. Yeah. And a very important one. And I thought this was such a great way to kind of usher in this issue of of transition, especially when you have someone that you've known for a while. And then there's kids that are just kind of understanding all this stuff. You know, we barely we're horrible at it like as adults um we're still slow to kind of i think well i think i think it's getting better <clears throat> where <clears throat> like i finally i get it now for a while i was like wait you wanna but you're like a woman but you see you know like it it takes a little bit and then you're like no you were you're born and it doesn't feel right and you're born and you are a woman but in your head and everything else you're a man like i under like now i kind of understand that i don't know what it was that like 
it and I have empathy like it's horrible because if you have if you're not born that way it's hard to well I don't understand like I don't get it because you haven't had those same feelings so you can say everybody though has felt like if they're in a crowd like I don't belong here but like imagine feeling that feeling inside your body so that's kind of how I kind of equate it I guess going to for this particular situation and forgive me if she mentioned if she talked to him, the babysitter, if he had any uh, uh, advice as to how to tell the kids. Or if he was just like, Can, you know, this is me now. I prefer if you call, use my n new name and call me and use the pro he pronoun. I think in most cases, and that's a good point, it's asking directly to yeah, to like him, I'm have or asking him directly. Being um open, I'm having a hard time getting um explaining this to my kids. Do you think? What do you think? I really want them to, you know, understand, and I want to move forward and be be sure that we're calling you by what you want to be called. And but I'm it's tough right now because I've known you for so long. Because this person's gonna ha encounter this with a lot of people. You know, like this is kind of the first. And maybe you'll be like this this uh, person's first positive experience with this transition, being able to, all of a sudden, people that have known you for a long time calling you by the new your new name, and and it's just like normal, it's just like nothing happened kind of thing. But I I in in cases like this though, I do think that children have an easier time with it. True. Yeah, they're more rather like, than and yeah. rather than adults. As adults, we don't totally have this perception that. The thing that we grew up as, as human beings, we tend to patternize how we think about things in such a way that they don't change. When something like this happens, it, it's such, it, it tends to kind of switch our gears. Like we already and, put you in this box. <laughs> I mean, right. we do that. We, we do, do that. that. Yeah. And we, you know, we've already put this one person in the box. Oh, this so, is you. Okay, I know that guy and blah, 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 blah. And then so when, when something like this happens, the perception is, it gets kind of askewed and it it's sort of hard to wrap your head around. Um, what Laura is saying is, as I think, is right. Directly asking the question and into how you could address and and being having an open dialogue about with with him and so and he knows asking. that you're having struggles. Like, and he also knows that you really want to. And I got the sense from the letter that she definitely does not. You know, she wants the change to happen. She just doesn't. Yeah, it's not no, happening. I, I don't think that this that our writer ha um want wants nothing but the best for him yeah um but is having kind of a, an intimate struggle within herself to kind of to kind of reassure her kids i think your kids will be fine to be perfectly honest yeah they'll probably get it quicker and it's and, harder though with the son knowing the brother and i agree it's tough that the family transition still hasn't happened and it would be a lot easier if they started um well does it have to start though with that family, especially when you're presenting? If he is presenting to you as male, as a new per, yeah, then then it should it shouldn't be based on how others have perceived him, but rather than how he wants to be perceived. That's true. Oftentimes, we we often think of transgendered folk in ways about how we would need to categorize them, and how yeah, we make it about us. And we make it true. about us. Yeah, and like we, oh, this doesn't. How is, 
how do I see you now? Like right, <laughs> and it and it sort of we we go into this mode of how do does this person fit into my world now? Yeah. When they what used to we, be here, yeah, but now, now they're, they're there. Here. You messed and, up my world. It's very so, it's very selfish, and, and, and that's <laughs> totally and that's totally valid, and that's totally legitimate, and it's okay to feel that way. And the fact that you're reaching out and asking how you can help with yeah, this particular that, issue yeah. that means you're 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 doing your emotional homework. Um, because of this, though, because of how we do think about transgender folk, it's always best to step back a little and be like, and not so much ask yourself, how does this person fit into my world? Respect the wishes that how he wants to be addressed, regardless of whether or not his family is, uh, is accepting or has not transitioned as of yet. If he's telling you that he wants to be referred to as him, then start to make the decision to to respect that and tell your kids kind of respect the same especially since obviously this is a relationship that's going to keep going with with this person babysitting for you guys and it seems like it seems harmonious if you honestly didn't give a shit then yeah you wouldn't you'd be like, oh, even be like eh, all right whatever yeah. i was wondering maybe if her and the babysitter could have a convo and then have then and bring in with the, kids. the kids and then a convo with the kids and it's a, it might even be a great teaching lesson and i Totally commend you uh, for writing in with that particular struggle because I, I know a lot of people have that same, just just kind of think in the same way. And, and actually, you brought up a good point because it, sometimes it's a family that's the last to adapt. But And just to just kind of reiterate, there's nothing wrong with struggling with this issue. Yeah, it's like, come on, we weren't, this was not a class in school. <laughs> but there also isn't anything wrong with honoring those who present the way they want to be presented and to acknowledge that within them. And thank you for thank writing you. in. You. For that. Really, really great topic. And she had a good question. You were mad at me. But Why are you whispering? Because I don't want the listeners to know that sometimes we fight. But we do. Sometimes we fight hard. We fight a lot. Actually, <laughs> listeners, we do fight a lot. But... I have been currently, or in, so I'm still reading it, so I'm not done, a Tom Petty biography. And it goes over the whole sort of creative process of his band. And this was a band that has been together a long time. Um, even though there's like maybe three main members that kind of stayed. But you just read about these squabbles. Like it's creative creativity and the creative process, especially because of creative types. Yeah. That's why it's called bitch over here. And not sweetie over here. <laughs> we call it what? Bitch over here. And not what? Oh, sweetie sweet, over here. Sweetie over here. No, and, and Laura brings up a good point. It's not all roses and honey. No. There is nails. To a chalkboard. <laughs> and punching. No, it's so. Punching in the gut. From a, Coming from a family where you didn't argue and I never learned how to argue because you're going to have disagreements. But I never saw my parents argue, which I guess, you know, some people see their parents fight all the time. I don't know. It's worse because when you don't see your parents argue, then you don't know that it's an actual thing that's OK to do. You think it's like, oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. If you don't see them disagree and then come back together, you know, they disagree. And then um, then you don't learn. You don't of... learn how to do that. And or you you put it in a negative light, like oh, agree, arguing's bad. So I'm just gonna take my angry feelings and stuff them, 
and that's not good either. So that's a good point. Where I I grew up in a family where there was nothing but fighting. Oh, <laughs> and so and and then everybody came together, and which is you know just a complete sort of extreme. Um, so it's but always they still good came to, together, right? But the, when you're fighting, which all the is time, interesting because I feel like I feel like sometimes I'm offending, like when we're having our text fisticuffs, texting wars, fisticuffs. I feel you. I realize, oh, I hurt him more than I. Th- I thought we were just doing our thing, and then I like, oh shit, I fucked up. So it's interesting that you came from, you're used to it, whereas I'm more like, I would think I would be more sensitive to, to that. I, I think in, between the two of us, I'm probably more, far more sensitive about it than, than you are. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> no, that, that is very weird. <laughs> now that I think about it. Thank you, writer. Writer for bringing up our trauma too. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> this is actually therapy for Laura and Jonas. Yeah. I forgot my own name. Laura and this guy inside here wait do you want to ask her the thing that we beforehand what if nudity is is okay are you okay with nudity <laughs> no, no. and when we're saying nudity we mean mine no I, are i'm you... pretty sure i've seen your ass so oh, who hasn't seen my ass actually oh, i mean i the... saw it when i got tattooed oh, okay. so. <laughs> oh i'm sorry was that recorded i forgot that you were there was, that was one, a question i was gonna ask about I an forgot. embarrassing Jer- jonah story you can say it because oh. we were at... i don't know is that really that embarrassing no not though? anymore <laughs> oh who did the tattooing uh jen jen jen, mm. jen the tattoo person with <laughs> brian welcome to the show yvonne carter author hello and Old, I don't want to say old friend. Uh, a friend I've known for a while. A friend from the past. A high friend school from friend. The past. Why can't you say Even that? Even before that. Yeah. Oh. No, we went to, we went to middle school. We did go to middle oh. school. We school walked friend. the tracks together to get to school in middle school. We did. Wait, oh, wow. Oh, Jonas's dad didn't pick you up in the car? No, that was elementary. <laughs> oh. That was a different traumatic story. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I wasn't involved with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you should have gotten like a horn. A horn? Like that. so welcome to the show welcome thank you for being here we are graced with your presence you look great when by the way you look the same since i last remember you i i try (laughs) (laughs) i was just like actually legit it's probably a back to my roots thing because there was a while where i looked like a like soccer mom and it kind of scared me when i saw the picture did you have the kate plus eight hair like that, no, like, no. can I, I speak to your manager here? No, I saw, like, <laughs> my, like, I saw my driver's license picture and I was like, oh my God, I'm like 50. And I was like, not even 30 yet at that time. So I was like, ah, I got to fix this. So, yeah. Yeah, because you wore glasses back then too, right? I started wearing glasses at uh, like 16 and a half, 17. Okay, yeah. so when I, yeah. I've known you with glasses. So yeah, you look the oh, yeah. same. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not since middle school, but she does look the same since high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not since middle school. I definitely <laughs> have changed since then. Gosh. So how have you been? Just to just get this all out. How have you like oh what's my. been what's been going on with your life? Well, like, we'll talk quick about quick life story. Like Well, want... okay. One of the reasons I got in touch with you again was because I saw that you were writing a book. this one was when you first announced that you had been writing a book. And I go this is sort of a life change a little bit yeah. for you. Yes, yeah. So what prompted this life change um, with 
with writing a book at this stage. Yeah, in, so in it's actually life. kind of funny. Um, I almost feel like I've gotten back to the real me, which sounds really funny. So I don't. I, do you remember what I was like in high school and college? I, I do. was the art nerd. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> so um, back in high school and in college, like I did the fine art, and I was going to be a fine art major with a psychology minor. And then right. at one point I was like, oh, wait, I won't make any money doing that, right? <laughs> and so um, I think I went back to work full time, and then I ha- met my husband, and and then, you know, it was like, oh, I got to, like, be a real adult. Um, and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And my cousin, Fancy, right, she got me um, involved in being a veterinary technician, so way back when, God, what was that? I don't even know. I think it's 2002, 2003. That's right, because you, you were with me when I got Leslie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 2002, 2003, um, we went to school and became vet techs. Um, and so I've been doing that actually since, um, which is kind of crazy story in and of itself. Um, I was teaching for a while. I was a program director and then went back into specialty medicine. And then I'm currently um, working in a specialty hospital and in internal medicine for animals. Yes, that exists, people, just in case you're wondering, that exists. What um, would you get treated there? So in my department, you're looking at like kidney disease, diabetes, um, gastrointestinal diseases, pretty much anything and everything you could think of that people do, we do with animals as well. Oh, okay. Um, So it's it's kind of crazy. So it's beyond what your basic vet... Yeah, we actually don't even have general practice in our clinic, so it's it's all of specialty. Um, We have oncology, cardiology, internal medicine, um, surgery, emergency, uh, all sorts of fun stuff. So yeah, so I did internal medicine, and I got my specialty in it, and... uh, last year congrats Um, yeah thank you that was a that was a crazy two-year process where you know very much self-motivation get into it and then um I was like all right I'm gonna keep going I'm actually gonna get my bachelor's degree and I like submitted all my stuff and then I and then I found out oh your your transcripts didn't transfer so you're gonna have to wait until January and so I went from this like super gung-ho to like oh my god I have five months of I'm not doing anything and I've been accused of being an overachiever a time or two in my life. Um, and so I was like, what am I going to do? And uh, I had this story that was sitting in a drawer somewhere that I had started a long time ago. And I was like, you know, I've always wanted to finish that novel. And so I legit gave myself a deadline of December 15th, I think, last year. And I was like, okay, it's September. I can get this novel written and by three then. Months. Wait, September, October, November. Just four months? Yeah. Not like September to the... Uh, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, like four months. And uh, <laughs> I had like weekly goals of word counts and everything. And, and I literally, the night before, like midnight, wrote the last word and was like, all right, cool. I have my novel. Now <laughs> yeah, what do I do? <laughs> So, oh, that's amazing. so yeah, so it's been this kind of crazy journey with, with all that. So then, then I like started living this double life of being like the writer and all like learning about the publishing industry while still having my day job and going, well, what do I want to do with my life? Do I want to get my bachelor's doing it? And so, so yeah, so that's, that's where I am right now, which is crazy. That is crazy. I mean, to write a book and I mean, to, to like come to up with, put, I think, I'm blown because you hear about people like years taking years like the fact that you really keep to that schedule. Is yeah, pretty... I mean, I'm. I think 
I had written 20, oh, you 25 had, like, pages. Like, you weren't coming up with it out of the air. Like, I mean, you had, I, like, the I basic. I kind of was. Like, it's, it's funny, because, like, I had 25 pages that literally I'd written probably 10 years ago. And, and I was like, well, I kind of know what I want to have happen in the end, but I have no clue how to get there. Um, and so it really kind of was like starting from the beginning and actually most of the pages that I wrote way back when have since gotten thrown out. (laughs) So it actually is like I wrote the whole novel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. And, and I'm, uh, working with an editor right now to get it all like in shape so I can actually it. So, which would be when? Well, it depends on when you would have asked me that question. So, um, I, uh, over the summer, was uh, I was very gung-ho and actually did a Kickstarter to raise funds to get the editor and the, the cover and everything. And, and I was like, oh, as soon as I get that done, I get to my editor and like <laughs> within three weeks, I'll be done with all my revisions and I'll publish by September. Yeah, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> so I had to like learn how to do revision with an editor and I'm still doing that. But I, for the love of God, it better be by the end of this year. If I, I have to publish this year because otherwise I'm just going to cry. <laughs> so yeah, so the full novel should be this year. Oh, that's exciting. So you, I also saw that you had a short story and how does, how does that short story tie into the entire novel yeah so my short story which is Starflame, um it it's it, it was actually some well most of it was some chapters that were in the book that i was like it doesn't it doesn't move the story along for this particular story but it is still relevant it just wasn't it wasn't appropriate where it was um so i kind of pulled it out of the the novel and made it a short story and it's actually um Basically, it's about a secondary character named Opal, who's a fairy, um, who uh, becomes a a guardian. And it's how she becomes the guardian, which she is in the the novel. So she's a secondary character. So it totally ties into it. Um, Do you recommend people read that? Well, is that one out? It it is out. Um, You can get it for free. (laughs) A little tease. You can't see me winking. I'm, I'm winking right now. Um, you can get it for free um, on my website, um, uh, which is www.yvoncarter.com. We'll put that up in the... And Carter's with a D, by the way. Um, and so you can sign up to, for the newsletter and you'll get it free. Um, and then you can you can have that now. But that's cool. That's going to get people... Enticed. Like, yes. It, it'll entice yeah, people. Yeah, and I've had good feedback on it, which is cool. Oh, from, that's from awesome. not friends and family, which is even better. That's what we're <laughs> discovering. Like, oh, I don't, who are these strangers? But... That actually <laughs> listen to our show, and which we're very, very thankful for as well. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I know about you is you've always been kind of interested in the fantasy world and, and, and sort of in this great... How... It, without kind of giving anything away, how, what's the scope of this landscape that you've created for yourself in this in this particular novel? Yeah, so um, Luminata is the name of the first uh, first novel in the series because it's going to be a series. Um, it's called the McClouds Kingdom series, um, and basically what it will what it is is um, Jessica is the main uh, main character, and it's her journey basically fighting evil because <laughs> I'm always about the underdogs and everything. So um, she has to break a curse that has been um, 
that has been put onto the castle that she lives in. All of her family have sunk beneath the waters of a crater in the castle, and she has to rescue them. And it's it's pretty much it, she has to find her own power and figure out how to do it. Um, and so I have I have fairies in there, and I have I have an evil sorceress. I have shapeshifters. So it's um, so a lot it's, of it's interesting fun. characters. Uh, speaking of characters, do you take anything in your own life? that sort of inspired those characters yeah i mean i it's funny because like i definitely am a people watcher too which sounds creepy but it's no no believe me so are we (laughs) that's i mean you just just, observe like yeah you're like what are you doing with that i mean and and just dear listeners i used to work at an information desk at a mall and that was one of my favorite jobs because i got to watch people and (laughs) and oftentimes i would actually create stories in my head oh they're having an affair you know (laughs) just whatever in my own head just because of how their dynamic is and how people you know interact with each other and their body language so i totally understand but yeah yeah, yeah. Characters so in i'm life. definitely taking i mean it's not like any one character is like a, a specific person but it's like little things that i'm like oh that's kind of fun and interesting and i'll just like put that in um so it's you know it it, it is kind of fun it's like you know when i think about my fine art stuff it's like it's almost like painting you, know, you take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and put it together and then you, you come up with something so um, it's been fun. Um, it's been interesting because everybody's like, oh, the characters talk to you. And I'm like, now. And now I'm like, oh, no, they kind of do. Like, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's what that particular character would say. That's not me. Um, so that's that's been weird and schizophrenic to find out about like, myself. Hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so. That's kind of one of those things about ourselves that we kind of don't pay attention to as much until we're, we're kind of need to tap into it. And and it's always fun to talk to people that are, is able to kind of extrapolate that from our daily lives and kind of put it together. And in, in I mean, even down to the posts that Laura does for our podcast, yeah. just kind of taking little bits and pieces here and kind of pushing it out to the world and seeing what happens. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, actually I'll listen to the show and I'm like, okay, what's what's stuck out about that? And then try to do a picture of um that type of yeah yeah so oh you need my question oh yeah. any questions I totally, <laughs> no, sorry we totally wrote we're talking about our process we're talking we're about ours, ours. Yeah. no but i mean it's, honestly it's still a creative process yeah. right and it's 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 interesting how like some of those different things like they all kind of t- tie together so jk rowling with all of her different characters are are there that many not yet. <laughs> okay, but are you like? Is it I gonna? Mean, I it's been an unfolding. So I've got. I don't know. I mean, it, there's a decent amount of characters, but I am trying to keep it to a manageable number. Yeah. Well, not... if you're doing more than one book, so that's why yeah. I was kind of thinking. Or where do you place your book? Um, in what like category? What? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, is somebody that reads Harry Potter going to? Because it's young adult. Fiction, yeah. Right? I mean, I I think Harry Potter definitely is a good like. If you like Harry Potter, it's, it's, I mean, it's not wizards and sorcerers in yeah. that sense. So Cassandra Clare, um, mm, okay. Leigh Bardugo, kind of like in yeah, that, so yeah, in, in kind of in that vein, it's, so it's fantasy. It's not quite epic fantasy because it's not, not bad, giant. Yeah. I mean, there's, the there's definitely some fight scenes. Okay. Um, and, but it's not like to me an epic fantasy is like those, those books that are like, you know, 500 pages yeah. and suck you in. Um, I think right now I'm looking at around 300. So it's okay. not, it's not, to me, that's not epic. It's ep- 
Epic light, light fantasy. Light fantasy. <laughs> well, the so. Harry Potter books are out. Oh, no, there's different episodes. Yeah, different. I was going to say the different books. Like, the, the first ones were definitely thinner, and then the then last they started, ones like, just, like... Well, the Deathly Hollows was, like... <laughs> I mean, they have to split it into two movies. Yeah, exactly. So, as part of the creative process, something that we always ask our, um, our guests is, has being an author gotten you laid? <laughs> I mean, it's part of the creative process. <laughs> I was going to say no, because my husband's like, meh. But was that like he read it and he's like, no, we no, are never I having sex again. He, he's, he's so cute. So he's like, are you offended that I haven't read your stuff yet? And I was like, you're a car guy and you don't read this genre, genre. at all. So I'm not offended. You're I was not like, intended in fact, audience. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you're not my intended audience. But you know, one thing he's really good about is like he supports me. So yeah, well, that's the when I'm part. writing, he lets me write and leaves me alone and doesn't harass me, and unless I have like sunken into my head and then forget to do like important things, like I don't know, feed the cats or you know. But um, <laughs> but no, he's he's pretty good about um, letting me do the stuff that that needs to get done for the stories and, and for bargaining and, and that kind of thing. So when, that's when you, the great part. When you first um, released the cover art, how exciting was that? Because you, you did an event online. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I was sitting there. That's yeah. And I was sitting there, I'm kind of waiting and I'm waiting and then you just went, ta-da, here it is. How was that feeling? How was that? It, it was weird. <laughs> uh, especially because I had gotten the cover and like I, I it, like I wanted to share it with everyone as soon as I got it. And I was like, no, you're supposed to do a cover <laughs> reveal. That's what all good authors do. And, and I was like, how do I make this kind of cool and intriguing? And so I think I did it on Facebook Live. Yeah. Which yeah. I had yeah. never done before. Like, actually, that is one thing that's been very interesting. There's a lot of firsts. I'm like, oh, Facebook Live. Oh, like, I, I can annoy I my friends over another platform. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't have an Instagram. I didn't have a Twitter. I didn't have any of this stuff before I started all of this. Um, so that's been a fun, interesting learning challenge. And then just the different programs and like I'm, I'm kind of techie, so it is actually kind of cool. And I'm like, what does this do? And oh, the like, writing, writing, uh, just like the marketing stuff and like oh. programs and um, like I created a like little video montage of some covers of other authors I was working with on a project, and so, um, so it kind of is like cool that I'm like, oh, what, what can I do with this? So, so you're learning. That's the cool part is like. You're learning skills, but it's fun, so it doesn't even seem like it. Yeah, yeah, and actually, and it's and it's been fun because like I go, what? How do I do this? And then like I can find the information, which is like a fun creative part of it as well. So, um, so what do you think has been the hardest out of all of this thing? Like just. Like process wise, what is the hardest that you feel? Sound like the writing was easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's exactly. funny? It's yeah. like, yeah, the the actual writing the first draft was super easy. And I was like, well, oh okay. I take that back. It wasn't super easy. <laughs> but it was relatively yeah, easy. Like I had a deadlines. word count and I like I I'd read books, so it wasn't like I went into this completely blind on like story structure and stuff like that. So that that happened and then I was and I just assumed the rest of it would be just as Launching. quote unquote yeah. easy. <laughs> but uh yeah, revision apparently is yeah. my Achilles heel right now. Um yeah, so, so that's the editor is, saying you gotta do do they give you specific 
Yeah, so she just gives uh, feedback. So um, one of the one of the things that she the, one of the first it was really cute. She was very sweet about it, like because she the first time she's meeting me through email and she just said, you know, it's a little bit slower pace. And I was like, <laughs> slower pace beginning. I'm gonna cut all of it. So and it was so funny because I remember the the response and she was like, I'm so excited that you actually like were okay with that. And I'm like. For me, I was like, I'm taking my ego out of it as much as possible because I want the story to be, I want people to read it. I don't want people to be like, oh, she's waxing poetic about the stairs and the castle, you know? So, so that was, it's interesting. So she gives feedback, which is cool. And then, um, she'll point out stuff that I never even noticed. She was like, you have no men in your story. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's because I cut them out and put them in other places. And so that was, that was kind of funny. So, th- so this is an all-female cast? It, it wasn't, no. <laughs> no. Oh. There's like, there are men, but it was really funny because I was good. like, it's time where did my reverse, guys go? Because it's I'm always cool. all men. Hey, hey, no. I'm cool. <laughs> no, there's, I, I want, there's, I want to There's definitely a romantic element. It's not a romance story because I don't have all those beats, but it definitely, there was a main love character and... And so, and then there's, there's kings as well, but they're, they're the kings are kind of minor characters. Start, as they sweet. Be. Yeah. As they should sweet. Be. <laughs> it is about the queens. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. I'll take that one. I'll take that one for sure. Oh, I was, so who is your intended, uh, who, when you picture your audience, of course it could be like, there could be one-offs and stuff, but who... Who are, who's your intended audience? You know, it, it's funny. Or who do you think's going to read it? Yeah, so one of the hard things about when people talk about young adult fantasy, or, well, just young adult fiction in general, there it, it's hard because people, even just with, like, what is, describe the genre, and it's, it's hard because it's not necessarily a genre. It's just basically what young adult means is the protagonist in the story is typically between 13 and 21, mm. And they go through their story. I had and no it, idea. Yeah, That's and, and that was really oh. funny. I'm like, oh, okay. And, so and then you're... it could be any genre under that. So whether it's fantasy or, um, you know, uh, like horror. Like Gables. Or, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or mystery, you know. So it was kind of interesting realizing that young adult really wasn't a genre. <laughs> oh, it's like, just oh. the age range. It was just a categorization of... of the- of protagonist yeah exactly yeah. and so it's funny because there's there's middle grade then there's young adult and now there's new adult just to just throw wait, wait, wait. what the heck is a so new what adult a, yeah <laughs> so i had to look i had to google that i was like what is new, new adult <laughs> uh new adult is like 21 to almost 30 so think of like the college kid and like okay. what they're dealing with Say by the bell, like coming years. into their own <laughs> Whereas, like, young adult is breaking away from your parents Parents. and discovering yourself. Whereas, like, new adult is, like, okay, you're on your own and you're figuring stuff out. Which is a newer adult. So so after that would just be adult. (laughs) Old adult. Old Old adult. (laughs) Adult. And then, I mean, it's funny because they don't really classify it as an adult. Right. They just call it fantasy or fiction uh, fiction, or whatever. Right. Because when I think of adult, I think of adult <laughs> yeah when you hear the sexy word adult, adult. yeah sexy adults. adult bookstore that's called erotica adult oh, See? That or, or, to our question. or wait hold on or steamy romance steamy. which is not is that like lighter erotica yes fabio is on steamy romance i think He's not fabio on... is steamy romance but not erotica Har- harlequin harlequin typically is steamy romance or my favorite harlequin <laughs> exactly but so would you ever then consider writing in something in the steamy romance or maybe even I don't know erotica. what you're talking about. 
Yvonne Carter, she is a lady. I'm a fantasy lady. fiction author. She may be Fairies. thinking about another pen name for other things. Ooh. But how do we how do we interview you for that? You'll have to do a different voice. Yeah. We'll I mean, disguise your like, voice. I'm like a robot. Ro- <laughs> robot. I'm like, hello. My name <laughs> is hello, Bill. <laughs> my new book is all Bill about Oaks, steamy. <laughs> The love between the two people. You show you show the photo or your podcast photo. It's like the pixelated face yeah. and it pixelated is, parts. <laughs> it's actually it's really funny because um I went to a conference what was it two weeks ago in Vegas, um which was amazing. It was twenty books to fifty k Vegas, um and it was it was intense. It was the first one from this group and the the people in that room. It was anywhere from, you know, new new authors like me who maybe have published just like their short story or maybe not even published at all up to people who are making 10K plus a month. A month. Oh. A month. A month. Wait, for books? Yeah. Yeah. 10K plus a month. Because I remember I was sitting next to this lady and she looks completely normal, right? Like doesn't look like some posh diva. And she was like, oh, I had a bad month last month. And I was like, oh, really? She's like, yeah. It was under 10K. And I was like, squeeze. (laughs) Yeah, so apparently there is money to be made in publishing. Now, granted, these people probably have (laughs) 5, 10, 15, 20 books under their belt. Okay. But so that's how they're, they're not just getting money from one book. It's like, no, most, most of them that are, it, it's crazy. Cause you don't know the names. Like you, you would not, like, I would not recognize these names, but they're making, there was one guy, he's like, well, in the last 12 months, my company and the, the, the 10 authors I'm working with, we pulled in like 2 million. And I was like, shut the front door. I was that- like, I'm... So legit. Is it like um? So my when you jaws say, are kind of dropped right I now know. because I'm kind of like me and my author. Wow. You know how Carol Kane Keen, who wrote who didn't really write Nancy Drew, but it was like a bunch of people writing. Yeah, Nancy, yeah, yeah. Is that what this is? There is kind of yeah. So there's uh, it's kind of interesting. There's one where it's a universe that different authors write in. So basically, like oh. the person who creates the universe creates the rules for that universe, whatever it is. And then they have other authors that come in. And so a great example of that. Um, so I am a Star Wars nerd, in case anybody didn't know that. Uh, as you should be. Right, right. As you should be. <laughs> I mean, I made you shut up. Star Wars. <laughs> so, Continue with Star Wars, please. Star Wars nerd. So I remember probably, I don't know, I was like 18, 19. And I was like, I'm going to go to the bookstore and I'm going to start reading Star Wars. And I walk in, and, and the cute little one. book nerd dude, he was like, so what do you want to... And I was like, Star Wars. And he was like, great, wh- which one? I was like, Star Wars. <laughs> Original Star Wars. to this wall um, of Star Wars, because it was all these, like, different, like, the centuries or whatever, the world. Oh. And it's, like, all these different authors that are writing in that universe that is Star Wars. But it's, like... George Lucas owns the universe, but all these authors are writing into that universe. That's how that works. So there's there's people that are doing that. They're creating these universes, these worlds, setting up the guidelines for it, and then have authors that collaborate with them and Hmm. are intense. That's what, well, we got to start our first book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we can talk about this later. I'll help you with that. I I am giddy. I'll write. 
I can only... <laughs> so it's sort of like writing for a TV show in a sense where, you know, the characters exist in some ways and then you have writers that come in to kind of help craft the universe and, and, and have voices in the characters to which yeah, they were created. Yeah, so... It could be either or. It could be that it's the characters or it could be just like the kind of magic that is in that world and then mm. they create their own characters. So it's it's both. Um, but yeah, like having that that kind of an idea of like the show, the, the, the yeah, it's totally what it is. It's crazy. Once again, we're talking with Yvonne Carter, author. <laughs> you can check her out on the website at YvonneCarter.com. That's, and we will be posting this also on BitchOverHere.com. Please go and check out the website. That's Yvonne Carter, Y-B-O-N-N-E-C-A-R-D-E-R.com. And you can also find your short story on there, right? Yeah, so if you um, sign up for the newsletter, um, is the first thing that you get um, is is the short story. Oh, cool. So what's next for Yvonne Carter? What's next? After this book launches, what's next? Well, I have uh, book two in the series sketched mm. out. Um, so I have the, the beat points on that one. Um, I have ideas for expanding my universe. Um, and <laughs> Which is funny because <laughs> I went to the conference and I was like, oh my God, like my eyes were open to possibilities. I was like, what? Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then just keep going. When this book is released, mm-hmm. and when the story of Jessica, Jessica, the main protagonist, what is the lasting impression that you want people to have? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think one of the things that that I think about with with her quite a bit is don't sell yourself short. Like you never know your full potential until you kind of push yourself out of that. And and that is something that I, I've done for myself, obviously. Um, and, and so it's, you know, just keep an open mind and, um, you know, just just follow your follow your gut. And uh... very well, wor- words of wisdom, <laughs> follow your gut, follow your gut and keep you an will open beat mind. the evil of the world. Ah. Damn right. Follow your gut. Laura. Follow oh my your gut. <laughs> oh, God. To the restaurant. <laughs> food. Time for food. <laughs> yes. On that note, thank you very much for listening. Oh, my God. By yeah. the way, thank you guys for listening to this amazing podcast because I have binged listened. So <laughs> definitely can do that. And it's bitch over here. Damn right. Bitch <laughs> over here. <laughs> You can find us on iTunes as well as Stitcher and Player FM now because one of our listeners oh, yeah. tagged us on there. I know. And as well as the website. www.bitchoverhere.com. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And please check out YvonneCarter.com. That's Y V O N N E C A R D E R.com. Stay tuned for her book. Yeah, it should Yay. be coming out pretty soon. I'm so excited. And check out the, the. When you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get a short story that's sort of in the periphery of the universe yeah. like an appetizer an appetizer for the main, for the course. main course and you won't want to miss to eat this main course when it comes out <laughs> it'll be okay book. you're creeping out the young adult like story <laughs> here I'm eat like, no. this book <laughs> don't eat it physically no. eat it metaphorically Me- yeah. Yeah. spiritually it take it in metaphorically <laughs> don't physically eat the book that's yeah. dangerous please Disclaimer. but please check it out yvonnecarter.com and as us as well at hello at bitchoverhere.com boom That's That's our our show. show. We drop our mics, (laughs) but they're too expensive to fix. 
Thank you. Look for thank. Blah. I <laughs> just totally jacked that up. Thank, thank you, you for listening. <laughs> thank you, listeners.